Beat on Audio, the podcast for writers and all who are interested in books, literature and the printed word. Write on Audio has moved to a weekly format, splitting our content into shorter themed podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so you don't miss any of our editions. Write on Audio writing tips. Inspiring your writing by sharing tips from prominent authors. Our final writing tips of 2022 come from Scottish novelist and audio drama writer Caelan Steed. Caelan's debut novel, Home, will be published by Raven Bloomsbury on 19th of January. Write on readers and listeners may know Caelan as the winner of the 2021 pen-to-print audio play competition when their sci-fi adaption of the Pinocchio story, Real Boy, won the prize. A puppet has come back in. One of my custom models. Operational issue. The persona? Ten-year-old boy. Owners call it Carlo. The owners were concerned about some behaviours the puppet was displaying. What kind of behaviours? Violent tendencies. That's impossible. It's concerning, certainly. It's impossible. It's not a military model. There's never been a single documented instance of a domestic puppet causing harm. Not one. Nevertheless. It threw a hammer. At an insect. I wanted to see if I could do it. Do what? Hurt something! Why would you want to hurt something, Carl? Because they can't! Who can't? Robots! What the hell? The Derrida barrier should stop it doubting its own existence. It can't become self-aware. This is all bloody impossible. The hour is late. My name is Caelan Steed, and I am the author of Home, my debut novel, which is due to be published in January 2023. I'm really excited about sharing some of my writing tips with you today and I hope you find some of them useful. The first thing I wanted to talk about was the importance of looking for opportunities. There are so many opportunities out there for people who want to make writing either a profession or who might not necessarily want to make it their profession, but would like to have their writing published or read more widely. I would always suggest that writers try and look online for useful groups or people to follow that might help them to reach their goals. So for example, on social media, I would suggest following literary journals, agents from literary agencies that you like, agencies themselves, Uh, following competitions and following individual writers that you like as well. It's always useful to look uh, outside of your genre as well and see if you can find other writers who write things that you may not have read, but it widens your perceptions and opens you up and introduces you to new writers and new writing styles and different genres. And I think that's always a really good thing. It's really useful to follow these kind of people on social media because you can get a notice of competitions coming up that your writing might suit or that might give you ideas. Literary journals often say when they would like people to send them submissions. Agencies sometimes, or agents sometimes say specifically what types of manuscripts they're looking for. 
there's um, hashtag MSWL, Manuscript Wishlist, that can be really so full to follow. You can look for the kind of thing that uh, people are interested in and it might suit, some, suit something you're writing. Um, there's also pitch events where uh, agencies and agents will follow people pitching their books that they've written. Sometimes this can result in you having your work requested by agents to be read and even it can result in people being offered representation which is amazing but even if it doesn't go that far for you it still gives you the experience of summarizing your work and boiling it down just a couple of lines and making it sound really snappy and interesting and that's always a useful thing to be able to do to sum up what it is you're writing in a way that highlights the characters the main conflict and the stakes and basically tells people why they should read your story or why they should be interested in it. It can also give you experience of pitching your work, which is useful, especially if you want to look at professional publication or traditional publishing. It encourages you as well if you're looking out for things like competitions or wanting to submit your work to the literary journals. Even if you don't see yourself as a short story writer, it enables you to have the experience of actually completing work which was something that for a long time I didn't do I just wanted to write novels um so what I would do would be to throw myself into a novel project run out of steam about 30,000 words in and then just go on to something else so I had a entire hard drive full of uh, stories that had never really gotten anywhere but then when I began writing short stories and submitting them to literary journals, I had the experience of actually finishing a project, which was really useful because it gives you that experience beyond just writing your first draft. You have to go back, you have to look at it, edit it, improve it, think about what needs trimmed, what needs added, uh, which is a really useful thing to do. It also gives you that experience of working with an editor. Sometimes when you send in a piece of work, the editor requests like a little change or, or a little adaptation. And it gives you that experience of um, making changes or amendments to your work to fit with perhaps a certain house style or to clarify something that you didn't realize need clarified. And again, that's a really useful experience, especially if you are wanting to go on to work with editors and, and publish perhaps longer pieces more traditionally as well. It also gives you, uh, hopefully, if you're able to get your work published, it gives you credits on uh, a writing CV. You can uh, say that you've had a number of different things published or maybe shortlisted or longlisted or even won in competitions, which looks really good if you're applying for funding for writing or sending uh, a book, uh, a completed manuscript, perhaps to be looked at by an agent. That's not to say that you absolutely need these kind of credits if that's what you want to go for, but they can be useful because they show that you have a, a professional approach to your writing, that you have completed projects in the past and um, that you have a kind of proven track record. So it's really useful to look for opportunities for your writing. I would also suggest, and something that's related to this, uh, my second tip is to look at building community as a writer. Try and follow and interact with other writers on social media, people who are established in the field, but also people who are at different stages of their writing career, perhaps at the same stage as yourself, maybe a little bit further ahead, a little bit where you were previously. It's really useful to do that because it allows you to build connections with other people. Um, I would also suggest that you promote other writers as much as you can. Become involved in that kind of scene and 
retweet other people talking about their publications or their work. Mention books that you're reading, take pictures of what you're reading, recommend uh, books that you love and the writers that you love to other people, post reviews of uh, what you've been reading. Uh, On the whole, I would suggest you try and do like five tweets or five posts promoting other people for every one that you do that might promote or mention your own work. Um, The balance should definitely be towards focusing on lifting up other writers in your community, because if you put your time and effort into that, it will be noticed and it'll come back to you as well. And you'll build up that kind of supportive network, which can be really helpful. I've had people in communities that I've built who've reached out to me because they've become aware of opportunities that they think would work really well for me, um, which is something that I've also done for other people. So building up that network can be really useful on like a, just a social level, uh, sharing ideas kind of level. You might find people who are willing to exchange work and, and kind of workshop things, but it can be also be useful for uh, professional connections as well. One thing I will say is uh, if you are writing reviews of books, don't tag the author in them unless they are overwhelmingly positive. Authors are delicate creatures and <laughs> its uh, reviews are primarily for readers, not writers. Um, and it's lovely to read something where someone has, has tagged you and it's like a really lovely positive review that they've loved your book. But if you didn't enjoy a book or are slating it, then it's um, not quite the done thing to tag the author in it. No one wants to see that while they're uh, drinking a cup of tea on their phone at home. So uh, reviews are great, but remember that reviews are intended for readers um, rather than writers themselves. While I have been developing my career as a writer uh, in recent years, I've also been working at my day job. When I completed my first book, I was working five days a week. I'm now working four days a week, which means I have one day to devote completely to writing, which has helped a little bit. But I know a lot of people are in a similar position and trying to juggle a day job with getting some writing done, hopefully at the same time. What I would say to people who are having to manage a couple of things and maybe additional things on the side, like caring responsibilities or looking after children or anything like that, try and have a routine. So have specific time that you can dedicate and say, okay, this is my writing time. Let other people know that you would prefer not to be bothered during that time. If you can have, if there's anyone that can support you with that, then that's really helpful. Having a routine enables you to get settled quickly and get into your work. Something that can help if you don't have a huge amount of time uh, to kind of work your way back in to a writing mindset is always leave yourself something at the end of the last writing session to get going with in the next writing session. So if you finish at the end of a chapter, write the first line of the next chapter before you close up. Leave yourself notes for what you're intending to write in the next scene before you finish off which means the next time you sit down to pick that scene up, then you will not have a blank page in front of you. You'll either have notes or you'll have an opening sentence and you can pick it up and get the flow going quite easily rather than kind of sitting there looking at a blank page. It can also be really useful to reread your previous um, scene or chapter or a section of writing, not to get tied up in kind of editing and endlessly going over the same bit, but it just kind of enables you to get back into the flow of things, gets your mindset back into where you were writing and you can pick up and carry on quite easily. 
Don't let perfection be your enemy. It can be hard to carve out good long chunks of writing time if you're also holding down a job and have other responsibilities. However, even just having 10 minutes here or there that you can sit down with your laptop or a pen and paper or even the notes app on your phone can allow you to put together enough work if done consistently that you're producing completed pieces. 200 words written in 10 minutes is better than nothing written because you don't have the dedicated time to do it. So try and carve out time when you can. That being said, do allow yourself to rest. It can be really hard to switch off if you have a day job and you're also trying to write here and there. There's the sort of feeling that you should be using every possible second to write as much as you can. Unfortunately, that is a recipe for burnout. So remember that it's important to rest and it's important to recharge. It's important to read and absorb art in whatever way that you like to do that. And that is something that ultimately will feed back into the quality of your work. Um, If you're exhausted and burnt out and have no time for your own life outside of your creative pursuits, then you will not be producing your best work. So try and carve out time where you can, but also remember that you need to carve out time to rest and recuperate as well. I really hope that you enjoyed listening to these tips and I hope that some of them are helpful for you on your own writing journey. If you're interested in any of my writing, As I mentioned, my debut novel is coming out in January, but I have a number of short stories available online that have been published in various places. You can find links to these on my website, which is kaylinsteed.com, C-A-I-L-E-A-N-S-T-E-E-D.com. It also has a link to my audio play, Real Boy, which was winner of the 2020 pen to print audio play competition and was subsequently turned into a full cast audio play by Alternative Stories Podcast um, and is available on their podcasts to listen to and there's a link on my website as well. Hope you enjoyed these tips and best of luck with your own writing. Many thanks to Kaylin Steed for our writing tips this month. We'll print links so you can find out more about their work and pre-order a copy of Home in the show notes for this podcast. We're always delighted to read your contributions. So if you'd like to see your words in Write On or hear them on this podcast, please get in touch. We'll share this link and all others mentioned in today's podcast as part of our show notes. I've been Tiffany Clare and you've been listening to Write On Audio. Write On Audio is produced by Chris Gregory and it's an alternative stories production for pen to print. 